when I was at Yale, I heard that there was going to be a cross-country ski trip, and I was invited to go. And it was at this Yale Outing Club cabin, and it was so great. And, you know, there was a lock on the door, and there was a combo. And, you know, you had to know the combo t- to be able to go there. So I, I, you know, I learned the combo. It was easy to remember. Uh, I still know it. And I was just like, well, it's just sitting here, this cabin in the woods, like in Northern Connecticut, like I could come up here anytime. And so I decided I would go back there. And I was reading a lot of Nietzsche at the time. And I was really interested in like getting to the basic thing, the, the ding and zish, the thing in itself, the thing behind the thing. And it occurred to me that if I could just really look at the void that was in my heart, I could somehow get through it. Because I knew I had some kind of depression or despair in me that I would, would crop up, and I could never quite get to the other side of it. I felt like there was another side. If I could go far enough into this empty despair, I would somehow attain, I want to call it joy, um, something different, like a different motor that I could somehow use, a different kind of fuel, you know, fission instead of oil or whatever. And I decided to go to the Yale Outing Club cabin by myself and just be there alone until I got through this despair that I always felt just, you know, beneath the surface. And I go there and it's the winter and there's no one there. I'm in the middle of nowhere. I brought, you know, enough food for like a week. And it's horrible. I'm just alone. It's cold. It's dark a lot of the time, and I'm feeling horribly depressed, and I'm not seeing the other side of it. I'm not, I'm not getting through it. I'm just in it, and I'm like, this has got to give. This is going to eventually give. I just got to hang in there, and my friend Bob was supposed to come visit me, uh, like, you know, after several days, and I was going to be alone, and I thought I was going to get through the, the void, <laughs> and then he'd come, and I'd be like a new person, and, you know, we would hang out there. But I hadn't gone through the void at all. I was just in it. And Bob hitchhikes and he gets dropped off, you know, near the cabin. But it's like nighttime by the time he gets there and, and, and he gets lost. And he was walking and it was really cold. And he started to panic a little bit. And he was just like, I'm just going to keep walking in a straight line because if I start going in circles, I could just go in circles. And he was walking and walking. And he had no idea where he was. It was nighttime in the woods. And he saw a sign that said, welcome to Massachusetts, which was like pretty far from where the cabin was. And then he turned around and walked in the other direction again. You know, no idea where this cabin is. I mean, it's like finding a needle in a haystack. He just was like completely lost in the woods. And I don't know how he did this, but to me, it strikes me of, um, I don't know, a divine intervention. But he walked right to the cabin from the middle of nowhere, uh, Massachusetts. And he had frostbite from that walk. But it was so great to see him. And I was relieved of this aloneness and just so glad there was another person to talk to. And we hung out, we had a great time, and we left. And I never conquered my, my despair, but I guess friendship was the antidote.